Hey everyone, welcome to Chemical Free Gals podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I am just starting out in the world of podcasts. I've done audio articles for the last 15 years on various uh, blogs and websites that I have run, but I really wanted to take the time to start a podcast. I don't have all the gadgets and, you know, tools that mega famous podcasters use. So just using the resources that I have available. Thank you again for wanting to hear me and listen. I hope to use this as a platform to inspire, encourage, and help uh, women, families, children who are experiencing sicknesses because of their environment, be it because of toxigenic mold or chemicals in their environment. Um, I also want to use this as a platform to encourage healthy living and healthy eating, chemical-free lifestyles, and share about faith as well. So today for my first podcast, I wanted to encourage you, if you are a person who has chemical intolerances and sensitivities, I really want to encourage you to read a book. It's a new book that came out recently by Martha McLaughlin. And her book is entitled Chemicals and Christians, Compassion and Caution. It's available for sale on multiple uh, websites, including Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and others. It's a very good book. Martha sent it to me um, for me to read and review. So I will be doing a full review on my blog, chemicalfreegal.com, as soon as I'm done. But I wanted to read a short excerpt today. And it's written up by a doctor that comments a lot in her book. And it's on page 17, and it says, How does someone develop the condition? Dr. Zine describes the development of toxic illness this way. The types of substances that can initially cause toxic illness include solvents, combustion products, glues and adhesives, pesticides and herbicides, and their residue, mold, because mold releases substances called VOCs, and the complex mixture of chemicals often found in building renovations. Many people are initially injured in an occupational setting because they are less able to control their environment or leave a problem area. Exposures in apartments and condominiums can also be a problem because people spend a lot of time in their homes. Some patients have a casual exposure in school from pesticide misuse, poor ventilation, or chemicals used in vocational training and other programs. For most people, repeated exposures occur, each one causing symptoms until the condition becomes chronic and can no longer be reversed to a healthy state. At this point, the body initiates a warning system to prevent further harmful exposure. Just like someone with a second degree burn receives a strong body warning if they try to go into bright sunlight, the body at some point of illness the body at some point of illness severity often develops a warning system. When this occurs, the person then experiences worsening of symptoms 
around exposure levels and durations that did not affect them when they were healthy. Their body produces warning symptoms that often relate to the areas that were initially harmed. So that's the excerpt I wanted to read today. If you have any comments or questions on what um, it feels like or whether you think you may have chemical intolerances and sensitivities, feel free to drop me a line, comment below this post. There is a questionnaire that can be used by clinicians and patients. It was created by Dr. Claudia Miller. She is based in Texas and she has made this tool available. And um, there's a longer questionnaire and a shorter one. And just by answering a few questions, clinicians can determine if their patients are dealing with what Dr. Claudia Miller has coined as toxicant-induced loss of tolerance, which is another name for environmental illness and um, chemical intolerance and sensitivities. So if you'd like more information on that, please feel free to comment in the comment section. Also, if you have not uh, subscribed to uh, chemicalfreakout.com, you can do that on the upper right-hand corner of my blog, um, just entering in your email. And anytime I write a new article or publish new information or publish a new podcast, you will get an email message about that latest post. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for hearing my first podcast. I hope you are well. And if there are any topics you'd like me to cover in the future, um, having to deal with, you know, the topics I mentioned earlier, please let me know, drop me a line, and I'd love to um, share and be able to encourage you in your walk and in your journey of chronic illness. Take care and God bless you. Mm-hmm.